Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Angry Environmentalist. I am super excited to have you all back, or if you're a new listener, I'm so excited to have you. So today's episode is in light and while following the Gabby Petito case. Um, And you might say, why am I bringing that up here? And I'm bringing that up because it's women in the outdoors and women in outdoor spaces that I want this episode to be dedicated to. There are so many women who go missing and who are murdered in outdoor spaces while they're just trying to enjoy the outdoors, like any person should be able to. And I know as a woman myself, I oftentimes hear so many things of, why would you go outside by yourself? Never go hiking by yourself. And men hear that too, obviously, but for different reasons, you know? Men hear it because, you know, it's not safe to go hiking by yourself sometimes unless people you're experienced or people know where you are at all times. There's still protocols for hiking alone and backpacking alone. But for women, we don't just hear that. We hear that plus, you know, there's people who can kidnap you. You don't know who's out there. Men can be mean. And I'm not, I'm not coming on here and attacking men at all. So I'm not, that's not my goal. So I want to put that out there that there are so many great men and females. There are so many amazing people out there, but the few that are bad can make it terrifying for women to be able to enjoy outdoor spaces. And I know for myself, I've had many instances where things could have went horribly wrong, but for me, I was lucky that they didn't. But for other people, like in Gabby Petito's case and all the other missing women out there, that it didn't go well. And it's so scary to think that. And I'm just sitting here and I have chills right now thinking like, it, it, oh, I, can't even, I can't even put into words at some points. And at some points it's just like, I'm so frustrated. Like so many of us, I'm so tired of hearing these cases. And I know... You know, Gabby Petito's case is getting a lot of news coverage, but there's so many other women that we don't hear of every day, women of color who who are going missing and we're not talking about it. And I hope that not talking about it isn't coming out of a place of complacency. It's not like, oh, okay, another woman going missing. No, that other woman is a life that deserves to be talked about and deserves to get justice for. So I want, obviously I'm not going to make this podcast about, you know, just women going missing. I want to talk about safety in the outdoors for women and for men. You know, men should take this advice as well, but right now it's kind of geared towards specifics for women and also kind of personal experience of why it makes me so frustrated and personal things of, that have happened to me outside in the wilderness. So a cool thing that happened to me this two weekends ago was I got to attend a woman's outdoor workshop, which was really, really cool. Um, I was in the Adirondacks and I got to go and be a part of that and take a part of a few court, take part in a few courses. And one of the courses I had was outdoor survival skills and it was all for women. This was an all women's thing. So it was led by women and taught by women and all the educate, all the people getting educated were women. So it was pretty awesome and felt really safe that I could say any of my concerns and not be in need of, oh, why would you need that? Or why would you feel like that from a guy? 
Not saying all guys would do that, but a woman would understand more, I would hope. So my outdoor survival skills taught me a lot and taught me how to be prepared in all these situations that I could possibly face out in the wilderness just in general and when it comes to protecting yourself from other people. So some of the things I learned for people who are going to go backpacking, for women who are going to go backpacking, if you're going to go alone, first, I think it's more fun to go with people. My personal like preference, but if you're going to go alone, make sure somebody knows where you are at all times. Whether that be logging into the ranger logs at the trailheads, or whether that be texting a family member or a trusted friend that knows where you are and if you're changing your plans you know you make sure you let them know that you changed the trailhead that you changed where you're going to be what time you think you're going to be done and make sure they're sending that like if you say you're going to be done at six o'clock make sure they're sending you a text at six o'clock saying hey are you good because it's no help if you say hey i'm going to be here but they never check in so make sure that you and them know that it's important those check-ins matter um so that's that's one Two, always have, for safety reasons, always have survival tools on you, like blankets and emergency blankets and emergency food and water and all that stuff. But also make sure for women, again, this can be for men as well, that you have something like bear spray or pepper spray. I carry pepper spray with me everywhere. Even when I'm not hiking, I carry pepper spray all the time because that's a personal safety thing that I believe is extremely important. Um, A lot of women now are carrying that and it's more normalized. So I think that's really important for personal safety. Another thing I always carry is a knife. God forbid I need to cut something off or I need to untie something, but it also just makes me feel good that I have a knife with me. I don't know why, it just does. So those are some like personal things that I carry with me excluding, you know, your first aid kit, obviously you need that. And obviously you need, if you're backpacking or just hiking, um, safety tools and things that if you needed to stay somewhere for the night, you'd be able to, especially if you're like backcountry kind of hiking. So those are just two of the basic things that I learned. And there's obviously so much more, but I kind of wanted to get into my own personal experiences outside. Um, so few weeks ago actually I was hiking with a friend and we were going up to a fire tower and we all know if you've been on a fire tower there's one entrance in and there's one entrance out and that's it you know there's no you're 70 feet up for the one I was in I was 70 feet up there's no other exit you know that would keep me alive if someone was blocking that exit so we were up at the top watching the sunset and all of a sudden I hear like creaking I'm like, oh gosh, somebody's coming up the fire tower. And my mind just goes into, okay, if it's a man, I need to make sure I have an exit plan. And I know, again, I'm not attacking men. I'm not saying all men, but that's just where my mind goes. I'm not saying this guy's gonna be a bad guy. I just wanna make sure I have an exit strategy. Even for a woman, there could be a dangerous woman as well. So I'm like, you know what? Whoever's coming up here, I need to have an, I need to have a strategy. I need to be ready. So I have my knife in my pocket, my friend has her pepper spray, you know, we have our phones, I, my parents know where I am because I texted them before, I said I'm leaving to go to this hike and I'll be back at this time. Text me at 8pm, if you don't hear from me, 
something could be wrong. So uh, we're up there and all of a sudden the person emerges and it's a man and he seems extremely fine and nice but you know I'm still on edge. What made me more on edge is he decided to continuously stand in front of our only exit. He had one foot on the stair and one foot on the top stair and my mind is panicking. I'm like why is he, does he know why he's like covering the exit? And it ended up being he just was standing there and didn't even think about it. But it made me super uncomfortable. And I'm sitting there like, oh my gosh, he's blocking around the exit. He's talking to us. He was a very nice, harmless man that we talked to for like 20 minutes. And he was so nice. But my, my mind goes to, what do I do? But the good thing I did too was say, and what I'd recommend for people who are feeling like they're in an uncomfortable situation, men or women, if you feel like somebody knows you're alone or it's only you two or they're trying to get a gauge on if somebody's coming, I always say, oh yeah, my my friends are coming to meet us right now. We have a group of friends coming. We have about 15 people meeting us here. You know, I always say that. I always go like very over the top of how many people are coming. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, 50, we, we have 15 people coming. We have a group of people coming up right now to meet us. They, they know where we are. And I always also say, if I don't say that, I say, oh yeah, I'm meeting people right now. They're waiting for me. Um, they just texted me that they're waiting for my arrival. You know, so then that person knows that there's people waiting for you or looking for you so that they don't think you're alone. Even if that's a complete lie, because it was a lie. I don't even have 15 friends, so that wasn't possible. But he doesn't know that. You know, the person or he or she doesn't know that. So it ended up, it was fine, we left, the guy was extremely nice, harmless. But I always go back to what could have happened. And I know you can't do that, but that's where my mind goes to, and especially me with like, I do have like anxiety and stress about that. So my mind always goes to the worst case scenario. But it's, in seeing this case on the news right now and hearing about all the other stories that we've missed that haven't been on the news about missing indigenous women and all of these people going missing all these women going missing and it's really brought a fear for me but I don't want to be fear-mongering right now I want people to feel safe I want women to feel safe in the outdoors so again like some of my tips that I'm bringing up are at least tell somebody, if they ask you, you always tell them there's people waiting for you. Whether that be a lie or not, you always tell people that you always tell somebody there's somebody waiting for you. Or you pretend you're on the phone with somebody and you're saying, oh yeah, I'll meet you there in a few minutes. You know, something like that. You always should be carrying some type of personal protection. Whether that be pepper spray, a knife, anything. And any type of thing that makes you feel safe as protection. Um, you should always be telling people where you are, where you're planning to go. And that's not just for women's safety, that's for everyone. You should always be telling somebody where you are, feeling out the logs, all that types of stuff. But the reason I made this episode for the podcast is not to scare women or people from going outside. It's to empower. It's to have the knowledge beforehand so that when we do go outside, whether that be by ourselves or with another group of women or with a friend, that we know what to do in case something happens. So, like I just said, a few of the things I just went over. Obviously, there's more things, but this is just what I've learned, especially taking from what I learned at that women's conference, that women's outdoor survival workshop kind of thing, and making it 
and bringing it into real life and putting it into the episodes so that other women and other people can learn from it. Because I think it's extremely important to know, you know, how, how to defend yourself, how to keep yourself safe, and how to scare off somebody who might be being creepy or just who's overly curious. Because even overly curious people, it's kind of like, oh, that's not in a nice way. I, oh no, I just don't feel comfortable sharing that, or it's that's my personal business, you know, kind of saying that, and people might think, oh, that's me, and she's being abrupt and mean. No, it's not. It's me just telling you that's my personal business, and I would like to keep it personal. Um, so this is meant to empower people and empower women to feel safe in the outdoors, and I, I really hate the feeling of not feeling safe somewhere, and especially since the outdoors is the place I go to, when I am feeling stressed or anxious, I don't want it to become a place for me or other people where we have to fear and be anxious as well. So, like I said, all those tools, I always also recommend going with somebody, or if you don't go with somebody, if you're feeling like, okay, this is something I want to go alone, knowing the roots very well, and having kind of a plan of what to do if somebody is following you, or if you do feel unsafe. You know, have somebody you can call, have, you know, the ranger's number. I always take pictures of the ranger's numbers of the areas that I'm in, you know, in case something does happen. So carrying that kind of stuff with you. And there's obviously other outdoor survival skills that you should have. Um, like maybe learn to do a compass or a map in case your phone dies. But again, this is more geared towards women being fe like feeling safe outdoors. And I've always hated the fact that I've been told like oh you have to be like safe because of this or you have to be able to you know carry pepper spray and know what to do when someone comes at you and all this stuff and it's like why do I have to be in such defense mode all the time why can't we just teach people to be nice to each other and to leave people alone but obviously that's a question that will never be answered so here are the things that we can do to counter those people who aren't so nice or who don't have good intentions. So I hope this was more of an empowerment kind of thing and an awareness type thing um, than more of a making you feel afraid and not wanting to go out because I would hate that to be the case. I would hate for that to be the case, that you feel unsafe. And I know a lot of us already do feel unsafe. So... Let's try to make it, let's stand up for other women. If you see something, always say something. If you think, it's like when you go to a bar, I'm sure a lot of women who are of age that can go to the bar, that we've been in a situation where you've had to, or you've seen a situation where you've had to interject and help a woman out to make her feel safe. Like, oh, hey, we're going to the bathroom, but you have no idea who that is. Because this is my friend, we're going to the bathroom because you see someone uncomfortable. So if you see someone uncomfortable or see something that makes you uncomfortable, don't be afraid to use your voice. Don't be afraid to call someone. If you can't, if you don't feel safe to interject, call someone who can, like police or the ranger or whoever is, you know, of authority in that area that can come and help you and help the situation. I think that's really, really important to use these tools and these things that we are given to our advantage and to help us feel safe in the places that we should and we have the right to feel safe because nobody deserves to feel uncomfortable anywhere, especially outdoors though, because outdoors and, the na and nature are 
primitive to humans. We have always been outside and, and to have that taken away because of the fear of what's been happening to missing women forever, but you know, especially with the news coming more to light, we need to make sure we feel safe and you need to be safe. So I hope that everyone can find that feeling of love for nature and love for people and respect everybody and everything. So I really hope again, like I mentioned, that this was more of a empowering type thing. If not, or if you still have questions on women's resources for the outdoors and feeling safe, please feel free to reach out to me, to DM me or message me somewhere and have that dialogue, you know, because obviously I'm not an expert. I just am relaying what I've been told from experts and from people who've been hiking and doing all this backpacking alone from amazing boss women. So again, if you have questions, please let me know. Or if you want me to talk about something more, please let me know. And remember to be safe outside and protect other people as well. With that being said, thank you for listening to another episode of the Angry Environmentalists. I hope that you learned a lot today and I hope to have you back soon. Remember to stay angry and turn that anger into action.